0: Our scripture, our first scripture reading this morning, because it's Pentecost, we need to talk about the pouring out of the Spirit on the church. And, and what does that mean? The Spirit gives us all sorts of spiritual gifts. And when I say spiritual gifts, I mean gifts that are used for the betterment of God's church, the betterment of Christ's body in the world, the betterment of each congregation, the betterment of each person here. And there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways. But it is the same God who does all the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. To one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, that same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same spirit gives great faith to another and to someone else The one spirit gives a gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles, and another person the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what's being said. It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. How do we know about spiritual gifts? It's always a big thing in the the congregation. How do I know what my spiritual gift is? Like I talked to the children this morning, search scripture, pray. Let the Spirit lead your heart. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and allow God to show you what it is that is your spiritual gift. Spirit of God, at Pentecost, you moved and gathered your disciples to create a new understanding of you. Today, we ask, Lord, that you move among us with fresh understanding of your living word. Energize us to claim your word and act in its wisdom in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Our next reading this morning comes from the book of John, and it comes from chapter 14. And it's prior to Jesus' crucifixion, but it's an important passage for us to remember at Pentecost. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, obey my commandments, and I will ask my Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come again. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you also live. And when I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Those who accept my commandments and obey them, they are the ones who truly love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them. And I will love them and reveal myself to each one of them. We've been talking about mission. One of the first things in our mission is that we need to accept the assurance that no matter where we are on our journey and no matter where we are sharing Christ with the world, however that happens, we are not alone. And sometimes it's easy to feel lonely out there. Sometimes it's easy not to think that there's anybody standing beside you in the mission that God gives you. So this morning, I just wanna simply give you three assurances. Now, sometimes people have called, Jesus prophesies these words. No, he didn't, he promised them. And they all were to happen. The first one he said is, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you alone. The Spirit dwells within each one of us. We can never be alone. We always have God with us. And then he says, no, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. We have that promise that when we need Jesus, He is there for us. We have the Spirit in us. We have Jesus standing beside us, waiting for us to call. We are never alone. We have those assurances, and then he gives this wonderful third assurance in this passage. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. There is at no time you are ever alone. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit walks with you daily, walks with you constantly. Jesus said, I will never abandon you. I will never leave you alone. You will never be an orphan, ever. The Holy Spirit lives in you. You live in Christ. Christ lives in you, and the Father lives in Christ. We are indwelt we have been given everything that we need to do God's work in this world because Jesus, the Spirit, and the Father walk with us continuously. And as we move into as we move into our, our time of, of communion, that's an important thing because as we gather at this table, we come together as God's people, we come together as one. We come together because of not who we are, but who God is. Let us pray. Holy God, from our scattered lives, we gather to praise you here this morning, for you are great and wonderful. Lord, it is with joyful hearts we celebrate the work of your Spirit, and we celebrate it, Lord, that that Spirit has been at work all through history. At the dawn of creation, you sent your Spirit to bring life, Over the centuries, Lord, your spirit called your servants to proclaim your love and your justice throughout the world. And through the flames of Pentecost, Lord, your spirit gave birth to the church with energy and wonder. Today, your spirit is still active in the world, working to bring renewal and hope to your people. Lord, as we gather this day, may we be transformed by your spirit live as faithful followers of Jesus Christ who lives and reigns with you forever and ever. Amen. And and I invite you to listen to this reading of Pentecost and, and how they came together from Acts because on the day of Pentecost all believers were meeting together in one place and suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit had given them this ability. Began speaking in other languages means talking in ways that people understood them. When Peter gave his great speech in Acts, the day of Pentecost, and and the disciples were talking with them, everyone could understand what they were saying. Some people go, "I, I, I don't know about this tongues. Tongues are a real gift today because when we talk in the language that people understand, it may not necessarily be ours. I am sixty and I have trouble talking to the ten year olds because sometimes I don't know what their words mean. And sometimes they look at me and they have no idea what Star Trek is. And, And and so we have a we have a conversation gap. But when I find a way to communicate with them, I'm speaking a different language. And when I find a way to understand that much clearer, I'm discerning them. The gift of speaking to each other in ways that others can understand and ways that we can understand them is a gift that the Spirit has poured out upon us. Not just one of us, but every single person. Young, old, alike.